Idiots Report podcast. This is the Idiots Report podcast. We are the idiots, and this is the Idiots Report podcast. Woo woo hoo! Good evening, everyone. Thanks for joining for the fifth episode of Idiots Report. I'm joined again today by Hanson Bevan. Hi. We're going to do a bit of a different structure this week. We're going to split it up into sports and entertainment. Yeah, so we're going to do two separate podcasts. Yes. So the one will be released on a Tuesday, which is the sport, and the second one will be released on the Wednesdays, which will be entertainment. That is uh, due to what public? What do they call it? Public demand. Popular demand. Yeah, but it's just difficult to uh, market it. If you know what I'm saying, because yeah, people that it... like movies and comic books, not always like they don't always like um, sport, and people who like sport not really into movies and comic books. So it's difficult to say if we split them up, we can market them separately and get different listeners. Yeah, look, we we're pretty special in that sense that we like both entertainment or the type of entertainment we discuss and sports because we're just uh, examples all around. The, examples of what? I'd say the <laughs> the yardstick against which manhood is measured against. <laughs> no, okay, but jumping straight into it, UFC, UFC, the UFC. What's cracking there, Mr. Bevan? Yeah, so look, there was a break last week, so not really much last week. This week, um, also not that much. Uh, Jared Kananier uh, fought Calvin Gastelum, which uh, not the biggest fight in the world, not the most famous guys, but it's still an interesting fight for me. The reason why it was interesting for me is because I like both of those guys, but I think through their careers, they've had bad luck losses. So they're kind of sitting in the middle, but they do have, they both can be top of the, top-of-the-range fighters or top-class fighters. Well, they are top-class fighters. They just had an unlucky losses, and they're sitting in the middle, you know, five, six, you know. What, what do you mean when you say unlucky? Like they've lost at the wrong times. They've lost uh, to the wrong people. Okay. Like Calvin Gastelum, okay, he's lost a few times now, but the last two fights that he's lost, I might, I'm speaking under correction, but the last two big ones is Izzy Adesanya, the UFC, the middleweight champion, and Robert Whittaker, the previous champion to that. So they're fighting top, top, top guys and losing to those guys. So I still like them. And the thing is, both their careers needed a win. So it was difficult uh, for me to root for somebody. Yeah. I like both of them. I both think they're awesome. Jared, Jared Kananier won. Good on him. Again, I wasn't rooting for anybody. It was kind of hard to watch because I wanted both of them to win. But it says people, you don't want to see them fight kind of thing, you know. And uh, I like uh, Calvin Gaston because he looks like a Portuguese guy in a club. Just Google Good. a picture of him. <laughs> What, uh, does he have dark hair? Yeah. Um, what's his name? Jason calls him Miguel because <laughs> he looks like oh, a... Okay, what's his name? Uh, Calvin Gastelum. Yeah, so while Jack's doing that... Okay, yeah, I can see. <laughs> that. Like, I, even with just the <laughs> thing like, popping Somebody up. from the south of Joe. Hey, try I'll fucking donny you. Like. No, he looks very well manicured or maintained. Let me see. Look at that beard. Yeah, but look Where at him without it? his shirt on. Yeah, okay. No, he's a relatable he looks man. looks like he drinks a lot of beer. <laughs> Yeah, he's in good shape. I mean, he's a professional fighter. I'm just saying, he looks like if you saw him in a club, you'd think, oh, that guy looks like a Miguel. He looks like he's got a Portuguese flag on the back of his car. He's a metrosexual man. Yeah. Coupled with... But he can fight. Can fight, all right. And so I'm just happy for Canonier. I think... um, Hard forward fight. I think that nothing really to speak about. I mean, they both... Jared Canonier hits hard and Gaston can take a punch. So there was never going to be a knockout. Yeah. Was it only that one fight? No, there was other fights. It was Clay Guida and some other guy. But Clay Guida's on like 56 fights and he's like 40 years old. And um, he looks like a fucking... Looks like a... You know that the drunkest uncle you've got? 
<laughs> he looks like that guy. The drunkle. The drunkle, yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, and the way, look, he move like when he fights, he moves a lot and he bounces a lot and those kinds of things. But his opponent, uh, what was his name? Madsen. All he did was he just kept his, kept jabbing him just to find his range. So this guy's moving, uh, Guida's moving around a lot. So all he would do is jab, 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 and then figure out what his timing, and then he beat him on points. So not interesting. But there were a few fights as well, but uh, nothing really to write home about. Uh, sorry, guys. We know we're old when, when we have to take a break to cough. Um, life is tough, guys. Um, and anyway, yeah, other than that, the UFC's not a huge weekend. I think um, there's a few upcoming fights. Barboza fights some other clown. Uh, that'll be interesting. And then I think the next... Oh, the tough finale. We'll do tough next week. So we'll chat about that. But I think let's move on. Um, no, just wait. Again. Before we move on from UFC, who's the guy that Gain trains with or sparring partner? So it'll gain. Yes. He doesn't train with him. That's Francis Ngannou. Yes. Okay. He's Be- the current champ. Because that's been... Um, there's been a... Wow. Wow. Jack has a question. Yeah. Nice, Jack. No, so they must have something scheduled between the two of them, yes? It's not scheduled yet. Okay. So, so remember I said to you, Cyril Gain fought uh, Derek Lewis for the interim title, which is actually a first contender title. Or contender yeah, we title. discussed the belts and titles yes. and whatnot. So... Now, Cyril Gain has interim belt, so um, they have to fight to see who's the undisputed heavyweight champion. And uh, Francis Ngannou is from France. He trained first with um, Cyril Gain's gym and then left them to come to America or to go to America. Now there's a bit of bad blood or whatever, but it doesn't seem. Well, like I don't know if it's bad blood from what I hear. Yeah, so um, let's hear what your. I want to hear this before I continue. Uh, shout out to Ashton, my my <laughs> source of info for this one, but. Apparently, there's been, you know, where a video of them sparring together. And obviously, it looks one-sided. And, you know, that kind of could not create beef, but, you know, kind of just add fuel to the fire kind of thing. Because as far as I understand, they're good. They've got a good relationship, those two. Not really. They don't really have that much of a relationship. They train well, together best... for two, three months. And that was it. So they, they know each other, but they're not best buddies. But okay. those videos... So Francis Ngannou... At that time, when he was sparring and, and doing that kind of stuff, he was a knockout artist like Derek Lewis. And Cyril Gane is a better technical fighter than Francis Ngannou. No, that's not, we're not disputing that. The dispute is Francis Ngannou has the hardest punch in history. Plus, he can kind of, he's got good technique as well. Not as good as Cyril Gane, but he can fucking kill you if he hits you flush. Kill that's him. the question. So if they're sparring, Francis Ngannou is not trying to spar to, you know what I mean? He's not doing what he's going to do in a fight. He's just trying to get his technique right. And yeah. he's got, he doesn't have a great technique or in, in those days. Now he's got a much better technique. So that's an old Francis. That's, I could go, and, um, or not me, but somebody uh, like a, uh, a guy that's not in the top 10 that's good at striking can go and spar Francis in Ghana and look like he's winning. Mm. It's, it's just not, the, he's not going to, that's not how the fight's going to go. Yeah, it's not two technical fighters sparring. Sparring it's, is sparring. Yeah. It's, you don't win a belt in sparring. But, but in this case, Francis Ngannou literally can't do what he does in sparring because he'll hurt everybody. So the fact that he's not knocking them the fuck out is a testament of, you know, how uh, professional and disciplined he is because if I was getting, like, uh, if Cyril Gan was doing that to me, all I know is I just got to hit him with one fucking flush punch and he's out. So he was restraining himself. Yeah, of course, he's sparring. Yeah. And, but that's why you don't release tapes like that because it looks bad. And for the yeah, un, exactly. un, uh, un, uh, uninformed. uninformed, they think, oh, well, you're a serial guy. But that's not his fighting style. 
You can do that all day, and Francis Ngannou hits you with one punch, and you're out. And the thing is now, Francis Ngannou used to be a lot like Derek Lewis. Just fucking murd, murd people. A little bit faster and a little bit fitter and stronger, but Derek Lewis 2.0. Now he's a completely different animal. Look, I get the restraining thing um, during sparring. I mean, I've been practicing restraint my whole life in almost everything I do. Like in bakery shops? No, no, uh, no restraint there. McDonald's? Oh, yeah. No, I, don't think, I don't think Mackey's so much. <laughs> no, no. But um, no, Pizza I mean, shops. even my studies at school, you know, I didn't want to humiliate the other kids. Yeah, so I had exactly. to restraint. Same, yeah. <coughs> oh, yeah. Okay, moving along swiftly to the ruggers. Okay, let Just me call it rugby, rugby, please. The ruggers? No. Rugger buggers. Okay, the rugby. The rugby. <laughs> the rugby. Okay, so I must declare off the bat, I didn't watch the full game. Which one? Rugby. The, the Springboks. Springboks, yeah. Oh, okay. But I saw some stats, obviously that's not um, the whole picture, well, but it's some insight. Well, the penalty count yeah. being one of them, and the scoreline. Those are two statistics. Oh, congratulations, Jay. Thank you. What are your thoughts? I think we should have beat them by more. Mm-hmm. It should have been a bigger margin. Yeah. Um, and I, last week we spoke about, uh, you know, ill discipline from some of the teams when they're not performing well. And from what you said as well, you know, that that's kind of clear that they are ill disciplined. Mm. You know, when there's not a hope of winning, oh, well, if I can't win the game, I'm going to win the fight. You know, while I don't there. think it's only that. I think it's all the fucking time. But anyway, well, it was 29-10. It's not too bad, but yeah. It's not a. It's not the drumming they should have had. Yeah. So I think. So my thoughts are, I was proven right from last week. I said to you they dirty players, and there were a few instances that came up. We'll discuss why you know the points and those kinds of things. But there was a point. I think it was like thirty minutes in, where one of the backline players had ginger pubes in a neck crank in a in a in a um, guillotine where he's got his arm around his cuts neck. Off. Yeah. Stephen well, cuts off. Yeah. Ginger pubes. <laughs> okay. And he, he, um, he had him in a neck crank, and the whistle went. So first of all, that's illegal. You can't have a guy have your arms around his neck like that. Yes, that is the, frowned upon. Yeah, so the whistle goes, and it's a knock-on or something like that. He just decides to, like, crank his neck. The whistle's gone, and he can see. He's looking at the ref, and he, can, and he just cranks his neck. And then there was another time. It was, I think, later in the game at about 71 minutes where uh, our scrum off, our replacement scrum off, obviously it's one of his first games. You know, he's excited about it. And they're fucking one of their flanks. He sees that the guy, he's kicked it, and he carries on. And, okay, he's, he's um, they said, oh, they didn't give him a yellow card or anything like that because he said, no, he's already... Um, in motion or momentum. Yeah, he's in motion or he's, he's, what's the name for the tackle? Committed. He's committed yeah. to the tackle. Yeah. Okay, that's fine. You've committed to the tackle. You, you can see he sees the ball goes. Don't fuck the guy up. He yeah. grabbed his one leg and pulled his one leg and then obviously pushed him down so his other leg folded underneath him. Nice. And he was taken off in a stretcher. Now, you did that. You saw he was going to kick. So all you do is you run into him and you take him down softly. You don't need to fuck him up. And yeah. that's what they do. That's dirty play. Yeah. So that's why I think that the scoreline is where it is because they keep... That's how Argentina does things. Instead of playing good rugby and playing better rugby, they niggle. Mm-hmm. Niggle. So you get so frustrated and you f- they fuck everything up. They fuck the whole game up and slow the ball down. And that's why there's so many penalties because they're stopping our momentum. Well, I... You know, one of the things that... I've seen before is, you know, when a good team is playing an average to, yeah, let's say an average team. Yeah. The good team, their performance level could, or has, I've seen, dropped because the opposition they're playing against is just utter shit. Yeah. So you're not going to be at your best 
you know, playing against a guy that's trying to take your your leg out of its socket. You know, yeah, exactly. you're not going to play your best game. So I think, you know, as much as I said the scoreline should have been better, it's still a win. It's still a uh, a win with a margin. You know, it wasn't two points. It wasn't decided by only one penalty, even though penalties featured. Yeah, but um, you know, despite winning, you still at some point you're capped to how good you can play. When somebody, it's like you running 100 meters and people throwing balls at you, like plastic balls. It doesn't hurt. That's what happened in high school yeah. I mean, all the time. Maybe that's why I didn't win. <laughs> <Nah>. <laughs> but um, yeah, it's, it's just constant bugging. But that's what I want to, people to see now. Stop telling, uh, stop saying, oh, South Africa, dirty players, they play hard, it's hard to play. Because I saw another video, I didn't watch it, but I think it was... Um, Robinson was saying on how difficult it is to play the modern Springboks and how tough they are and stuff like that. Get that narrative out because that's not true. Argentina are dirty players. Mm. Argentina are, are play the game like with a disrespect. You understand what I'm saying? It's like a horrible way of playing. And yeah, even okay, as an enforcer, I, I'm not a fan and I think that's a disrespectful play, way of playing like trying to hurt people and those kinds of things. I disagree with him, but that's not a team. Yeah, look, I must say, that for me, there's a difference why I'm not anti Etzebeth. Okay, A, because I'm subjective and he's South African. So and you're not subjective? I am subjective. Well, no, you're not. I am not objective. Oh, of course. Sorry? Oh, ho! Oh, ho! Okay, so... There's that smug face again. <laughs> no, 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 it's cool. So for me, the distinction is more... You know, there's, it's one thing to kind of manhandle and... Uh, I don't want to say bully, but to kind of exert your dominance. That's one thing. Yeah. But if you're trying to twist the Oak's knee out or like stuff yeah. up his ankle, that for me is very different. If you kind of give the guy a little bit of a headbutt in a ruck, oh man, it happens. Mm. You know, we've all been there. We've all been stuffed up like that. And it's yeah. part of the game. You accept I mean, it. Even if you step on a guy's foot or something, but like, like even when I used to do it, I'm not as, uh, I wasn't a, a, a clean fi- uh, player. <laughs> I stepped on people's legs and stuff like that, but I didn't step to break. You understand what I'm saying? I yeah. stepped to scratch. Yes. Because I know, okay, scratch. Bevan's a scratcher. Ah, scratch. <laughs> <laughs> but um, like, you know, I'll rake a guy or bite him or and pinch his happens. bum or, or, no, sorry, pinch his, <laughs> pinch his leg. <laughs> yeah, because pinching his leg, that's a good one. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I would do things like that, but not to hurt a person in future. You understand what I'm saying? Yes, but if, that's exactly it. Like a headbutt, you're going to feel and be like, okay, that guy's got a you know a hard head. Yeah. I don't want that thing to hit me in the face. Yeah. Versus, yeah, Bevan, let me try to break your wrist quickly. You oh, know? look, a headbutt's a bit far because you could concuss yourself and him. Yeah, t- uh, been there, done that. Yeah. But um, look, even concussion, I'm going on 7-9 and I'm still fine. I remember most of my day. So yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. You're not fine, but... I'm okay. I'm okay. Well, but, that but, a can of but, the, but the whole thing is not to stuff up a person's career. Because exactly. that guy's just come on at number nine or he was 22 or something. He's just come on. It's probably his debut. I don't know him. I've never seen him before. But it's his debut game and then you fuck him up like that. And it's not necessary. Mm. You can still take him down and like manhandle him on the ground and like, yeah. hey, fuck you or whatever. Yeah. That's fine. No, but exactly. And I mean, you were saying just now about the UFC, those fighters. You know, bad luck, bad timing. Mm. What if that is the same for our scrummy now, the scrum off? Yeah. I mean, what if this was his chance to prove himself? Well, and it could by be the time he's Zaynok's not doing what, that well anyways. But I mean, what what if? Yeah, well, we'll get to that. Ooh, a little bit of a... Alex, no, okay, never mind. <laughs> um, but what if now, by the time he recovers, someone else has taken the shot? That, that's you know? what's going to happen, yeah. So now you've stuffed up Oak's career for what? To, you know, what does it actually achieve? 
Yeah, and that's what that's what I you know I know we're going around in circles, but at the end of the day, the mo the thing is you're doing it like a excuse I don't I don't want to say it, like a you know, p word like a like a real oh. twist. Yeah, you're being a twist. You know what I mean? You're being a, an arsehole. You're being a, a a dweeb about it or a, a poopball about it. Let's just call a spade a spade a puss. <laughs> no, I don't think we can say that. <laughs> but but for anybody in other countries, like the c word, the p word, c word, you're being a real arsehole. Like I I know you know if you're bullying people on the field or whatever, it's a sport and they're all big guys and they can handle it. But if you're trying to go out and hurt people, yeah, and and. And like lasting damage, then you mm. then you're a real fucking psychopath, and that I don't like. And that's what Argentina it looks like to me. Yeah, They're trying to hurt the guy. But that's small mentality. They'll stay small as long as they keep doing yeah, that. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Then um, moving. Oh, wait, wait, the, wait, 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 wait. You still busy? With curry cut, Paul. No, 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 no. I'm moving on to things. the next. I'm just moving on to the game. Okay. All right. Relax, Tiger. So this is about New Zealand now and their. Wait, wait. I still want to talk about how well Colby played and Pollard. I rest my case. Bevan, over to you then. Yeah, so look, um, I thought Col- Colby is kicking well, he's running well, he's tackling well, he's passing well. What he's can a man not do? He is so fucking good. And he's very handsome without his scrum cap on. Really? Didn't you see? Oh, you didn't watch the game. He played scrum at the end, so then he takes his scrum cap off. Very, very, very good. Why? Very good looking Why man. would a scrum cap go off from fullback? To I don't know. Uh, maybe because I would have done the opposite. Well, you don't get tackled as hard at scrummy. Well, what happened to the guy that he replaced? No, 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 no. But yeah, you can get hard. You can get tackled like hard, but you're not impact like heads. Because remember, if you're getting tackled on the wing, you're at speed. And then you can really get to damage. Where there you can... What's the scrum cap going to do for your leg, Jack? Fuck it's off. not about the leg. It's about the impact, which is what you were saying. So. Yeah, but that's not impact. That's... Twisting somebody's body, but when it comes to head injuries at the wing, okay. But then you're also in the presence of like coke vending machines on wheels or togs, yeah. And you know what they like hard, big pillows, <laughs> big pu- not all of them. Soft, not, I don't know about that, eh? I don't know. I, yeah, look, yeah, I think he's got some padding, but no, they're strong, but they don't like that's the thing that people don't understand. Those big props and the, the like the big guys, they're strong, but they're not hard when they hit you you understand what i'm saying it just hits you uh, and keeps moving no dude no well, who are you gonna... you're, you're wrong there like oh jack okay okay bev how many times you've been a prop yeah okay i've never been a prop okay so then don't oh jack. But i've been tackled by props many times well not well props. that's an indictment on you <laughs> so that is your fault you should have been they should have been able to catch no but i'm saying it's hard but it's not as hard as hitting like 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 we said last time like a cow baleta is harder because he's he's lean and it's like hitting bone. No, I still Where's the big guy, like uh, whoever. Dwayne from Mielin. Okay, but Dwayne from is not a prop, Jack. He's okay, a fucking but he's, he's also not skin okay. and bone. So let's talk about props and hookers. Front row, not flanks. I'm talking about specific people. They don't look like they're hard. They look like they're fucking strong. So if he hits me, he will move me away. But it won't hurt the initial impact. You are, you are wrong. Ugh. Beast, beast. Okay, Where's yeah, Beast is a is an outlier in that situation because he's built like a brick no, shit up. Dude, I okay, you you're wrong on this, but I can I can accept it and move on. Yeah, because you know you're wrong. <laughs> okay. Um, no, I just think okay, but anyway, so Colby he's getting a well-rounded game, which is really cool. He's kicking well, like his old uh, um, chip and over, chase. Yeah, chip and chases are fucking brilliant. Um, obviously he's running well with the ball. He's, he's passing well. I just, I, I hope he gets better and better and better and better. Because he's, he's a brilliant wing, 
but he could be a Brian Abena level player. Do you think his time in Europe is how essential or key do you think his time in Europe playing European clubs is to his current performance levels? Well, I mean, it's it's very obvious. It must have been good because he's become he's become a fast guy, a fast stepper, to now a fast stepper that finds space, that hands off properly, that kicks for space. He's Look, he's, he's th- playing. Do you think his trajectory of improvement? Okay, well, let me start off by saying I think he he would have or is a better player having gone to Europe yes. and coming back than if he stayed in South Africa in the national club. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, because so, he would have been so far ahead of his competition in South Africa. Whereas in England, he's got, or in Europe, he's got way more competition. And also, I think there, he got more opportunity to hone the skills that he can now bring to the mm. South African game. Because, I mean, he's not going to run as much yeah. in the Blue Bulls, or maybe before Jake White, I don't know. But, um, you know, there's a lot of South African teams that don't use a wing as, as much. much as European exactly. clubs do. So, I think in that instance... And what helps. he's good at, what, he, what he's naturally good at, is what South Africans use. So he wouldn't have had to get better at that. He would have been the best at that. Whereas yes. now he's had to learn new skills. And he's got better. Yeah. So that's why that's yeah. I'm happy with that. Pollard kicked well. Um, nothing really to say about him. I think he's doing well as a kicker. I'd love to see Mornay staying, but I understand that Pollard a bit younger. <laughs> the more things change, the Mornay stay the same. Um, <laughs> I'm just going to keep it silent here. Uh, let the listeners love. <laughs> um, yeah, look, other than that, we dominated them in the mall. I don't know if you saw that. Fuck, and I, we just, it was literally like, as if a coach is saying, don't do anything, I want to show you something. That's how badly we were <laughs> fucking them up in the mall. But uh, again, that's showing you that, what you said, they just got to do dirty stuff because they can't stand up yeah. physically to us, so they've got to do these dirty little things to our scrum off and those kind of, If you want to tackle somebody like a fucking tackle Lurti like it, see mm. what happens. Oh, Portlut. Yeah. It's, it's like cock. <laughs> is it Lut? It is Lut. Lut, yeah. yeah. Mm, it's it's stunky so. Oh, and then number five's got the most yellow cards of all time for an international player. So again, Argentina number five. Yeah. yeah. He, came out, he came off in like 81 minutes. Like, fuck, dude. Just behave yourself. God needed his can of corn now. <laughs> and yeah, from uh, Springbok game and Argentina game, that's my story. What else have you got? Nothing from that game, but the New Zealand pulling out. Oh, I saw that. So wait, 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 I didn't. What happened? Okay, so now they've most they being New Zealand have entered another lockdown. I don't know if it's and I don't Australia. Know, I'm not sure about Australia, Australia but it's to different degrees is what I'm getting at. Oh um, yeah. New Zealand is now saying because they didn't play one of the games against Australia that they should have done. Yeah. So now. Australia, the Rugby Australia, Australian Rugby Federation, whatever, they are, they've asked New Zealand to sign, like, on paper that they will be there for the next game, otherwise they will pay the bills. Yeah. Which is, I think, only fair, but I think, look, I'm not a, a coronavirus expert, but I think New Zealand, look, they, they've done well, but I think they're, you know, restricting for, for what they had is a little bit... Overkill, but look again. I'm not a specialist on that stuff, so I just think it's it's a pity if New Zealand were to pull out. But from what I've seen, the the Australian government is actually working very well uh, to try and get the games still playing. So why don't they just come here and play here? That's what I. I wouldn't want to come here if I was them. Why not? If they're scared of a few of a hundred new infections a day in New Zealand, what's going to happen to South Africa? 
Yeah, but they come through on a bubble. The, the New Zealand team doesn't get just. But then why not keep the same bubble there and play the games? In no, New Zealand. All, well, well, that's what so I'm trying what, to say: is play, yeah, or we all go to New Zealand, or we well, all go to. What Australia is now trying to do is have everyone play in Australia, just so that the championship could continue. Because I don't even know if going to Argentina is on the table. I no. wouldn't put that. No, we must go to Australia, or we must play here. Yeah. Because yeah. New Zealand as well. I mean, New Zealand doesn't really have that much, that many. St- well, I mean, it's only four teams. No, but look, so all I'm, all I'm getting at is that it's, it's nice to see governments playing ball. Yeah. And that, for me, is a very stark contrast to what we see here. But the fact that they're trying to plan this and set this up now, why didn't they have this planned anyways? Why is they only trying a, to do it uh, now? You mean a backup plan? Yeah, why, why? You think logically, you think, okay, if something happens, why don't we just get them all in one country? Even it could be a neutral country, go play in England. Or that is also one of the options that are on the table. I think that's right. Let's go play in England. And you can have fans. They should go do that. I don't know. I don't see why they wouldn't do that. Yeah. But, but look, it is a developing story. So, I mean, uh, from when I checked this morning at work, because, you know, the first hour of work on a Monday is just a uh, bit of a welcome back. It's not really much work <laughs> to be done. But the story had changed throughout the day. Yeah. So, I'll, I'll no, that keep an eye on that. That's a good idea. Go play in England, eh? Because then, again, you can have fans. No problem. And then, also, England could get close to... Uh, People who won a rugby world uh, cup. That's also recently. A, yes, yes. <laughs> you know? So um, maybe it might be nice for them. You know, a bit of stardust <laughs> sprinkling on. Get a rub off on them. Okay, so let's just run through the Curry Cup uh, results. A few things. Uh, okay, so Saturday. Uh, fuck, I'm on the wrong results. Here. Curry Cup. Calling Curry Cup. Ah, we're just going to talk about the Curry Cup because I watched it because I had nothing to do today. Um, okay, so uh, na- new na- nation Pumas. What? New nation Pumas beat Toyota Cheetahs. I didn't watch that game. Sigma Lions beat the Shark. Uh, sorry, the Lions. Uh, the Sharks beat the Lions fifty six fourteen. That's why I thought you would have watched it. Oh, that's a hammer. Blocks of them. Yeah, and it was actually a fucking good game by the Sharks. And then again, also dirty with the Lions. There's there's the scrum off. Uh, what's his fucking name? Uh, for the Sharks and they I think it's a scrum off in their wing yeah 11 and 9 for the Sharks are oh, fucking brilliant let's just google the names or whatever but we'll talk about it next week they, they, they're really really fucking good um, it's a it's a coloured guy with a scrummy, scrum cap I think as well and a, and a short black guy but that scrum off for them I don't know why he's not playing in the in the. I know they said he came back from the box squad so obviously they put him in the squad but I think he's quite young but that's a guy to watch for for, for scrummy that uh, fucking scrum off for the, for the Sharks is brilliant. Uh, Vyapia play... Oh, the Khrikwas beat the Vyapia 46-25. Sure. Yeah. That's also quite unexpected. <laughs> it's so funny because when you watch the Khrikwas, you think, yes. Did they just see... Did they just, like, say to the, to the guy, the selector, pick the biggest Dutchman you can find? Because <laughs> these acts are boneheads of note, bro. Yeah. Well, it works for them if that's a score. Jeez, like, they look like they cr- took the front part their whole lives. Like, for some reason, they just look poor. Well, dude, isn't their sponsor Onions? No, it's Tafel. Oh, one. okay, okay, exquisite. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Namibia's finest. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, no, they just look like, yeah, they just look, they look poor. Like, even their uniform, it's like, it just looks like it's schoolboy rugby, but they, they're playing well, so no, no knock on them. But, yeah, it's just funny to watch. Um, other than that, Nothing really. I think let's go. Oh, uh, what I did like was there's women refing, and the, the she looked 
no mistake she looks like she knows what she's doing so that was quite cool and then the other thing was the commentating oh my god was it amazing no it was so shit yes was it english no yeah but i don't know who they are they, i think it was the sharks and lions it's just the dumbest shit i don't i can't put my finger on why it's cut but it's terrible it's really really shit there's some like they're trying too hard or they'll say things like yeah, the Lions are known for their defense and whatever, and I'm like, no, they're not. They're known for their attack. Like, you're saying the wrong thing, pal. Or this guy's known for this. Or I don't know. It was just weird. Like they say, like they're trying too hard and they're trying to use too many adjectives. I know because they're nervous. But why are we getting two new guys to do the commentating? Get an old guy and a new guy. You understand what I'm saying? There's no Hugh Bladen anymore or anything like that. So, yeah, look, the one of the games was good and one of them was fucking shit. I can't remember what it was. I didn't type it down. But anyway, it's just curry cups. So you actually do it. All right, what's next, Jack? So the Premier League. This is, by the way, the most watched league on the planet. Very interesting. Just by what the way. A lot of out there. <laughs> Many. Um, it was a good weekend for soccer. I, especially as a Liverpool fan, mm-hmm. we beat Burnley 2-0. Can I run through the result? Or do you want to do that? Okay, let's run through the results. Okay. Let's do that. First one, Arsenal versus... Ch- uh, well, let's, let's go Saturday. Um, Liverpool, Burnley, 2-0. I assume you're happy. Yes, I am. Uh, look, it's not a great scoreline. Um, it should have been higher. It should have been higher. Shit. Yeah, they're not... Look, as I said last week, you know, you can never really discount a, a team in the Premier League, but... Mm for Liverpool and where they are it should have been more but you know what one goal was disallowed because of offsides again it was fairly marginal but what I do like is that the VAR and offsides is a bit more accommodating to the attacking teams now than it has been in the past which is always nice to see because I mean previously goals were disallowed because the Oaks shoulder was you know half a centimeter in front of the defender's heel you know when the, so it was silly things it's not feet it used to be feet no, it's not fit. Ah, so it was a, it was very restrictive, and I mean now they're trying to give the attacking players more benefit of the doubt, or mm. they're using a wider line to kind of measure what is offside and what is not. So I think it's a step in the right direction there, mm. even though it resulted in this case, well, not that res- that rule resulted in uh, goal being disallowed, but. Yeah. It, it should have been 3-0. Look, I can understand. I can't argue so much. Some of these decisions go your way. Sometimes you're just a fan and you want to see the goal uh, okay. stand. So that's fine. But 2-0, it's a good result. It's still three points. And Liverpool has still not conceded a goal uh, from the first two games. So I'm happy with that. Cool. Crystal Palace, Brentford, 0-0. That must have been riveting to watch. <laughs> um, mind you, Brentford beat Arsenal last week. So they're also newly promoted, and Crystal Palace is not not a great team, not top middle. six or anything, but middle to bottom. You know, they're not great, but it's still I think good for Brentford. First poor to watch, I, I assume, because it's zero zero. Manchester City versus Norwich. Yeah, that was a to beating. City, that yeah. was a, a what we in South Africa would refer to as a boxlaw, <laughs> uh, a hiding, which 5-0, that's a hammering, yeah. Man City, when they got uh, all pistons firing, they are dangerous. They are really, really dangerous. And then Leeds, Everton, 2-all. But fun of the 0-0. Yeah, yeah, I didn't watch that game, but four goals in a match, is a, that's always nice to see. And from them, I think it's, you know, it's not a outlier of a result. Yeah. So they're both kind of similarly matched. <clears throat> You know, so fair result, I think. Aston Villa 2, 
Newcastle zero. That's an upset. Yeah, so so. I mean, Aston Villa is not bad, and Newcastle. Yeah. Look, Newcastle. Where did they end last year on the um, on the rankings? Because um, the Newcastle is not great. I'll say that. And Aston Villa last year did fairly well. I mean, where did Aston Villa finish? Eleven. And oh snap! Look at that. Newcastle right below them. Oh. But I mean, four games. Uh, Aston Villa last year won four more games than Newcastle out of thirty-eight. So, they are good for good for Aston Villa. Yeah. Okay, next one is Brighton versus Watford. 2-0 to Brighton. Yeah, Brighton last year were not great. Um, and I'm using, I'm referring to last year a lot. Well, Brighton are third on the log now. So. Yeah, they ended 16th last year. Yeah. So I think, you know, in the early days, it's still, I mean, Arsenal now, we'll get to it, but Arsenal is now second last. We know they won't finish there. Yeah. It's just because it's still such early days, you know. Okay, then Southampton won, Manchester won, draw. Man United. Ah, Man United, Manchester United. This gave me pleasure. <laughs> this gave Statistic me pleasure. <laughs> because um, I've mentioned previously Manchester United fans. Uh, you know, they're, they're quiet all of a sudden. <laughs> you know, I don't see any GGMU, go, go, Man United, you know. What? GGMU, go, go, Man United. You know, oh, I'm just so tired of that shit. It's nice. As my good friend Riggs would say, sit down and be humble. Ah. You know, it's it's nice to be sat down and said, okay, fuck it. And now you can sit. <laughs> so the first game they played, they're quite threatening, but it's nice to see that they're not consistently great. Or not yet, anyway. So, so far, I think Man City's probably playing the best. No, they lost their, they lost their first game. Oh, okay. Against um, Tottenham. Then uh, Wolf, Wolverhampton, Wolverhampton Wanderers. Wolves. No, Wonders. Wonders. Oh, okay. And Tottenham Hotspurs, 1-0 to Tottenham. Yeah, this... 1-0 uh, to Tottenham. Mm. Yeah, look, Tottenham should... I mean, they've got clean sheets in both of their games yeah. against Man City and the Wolves. So yeah. you can ch see they've got good defence. Yeah. But um, Tottenham, they were good last year. Yeah. They were still then under Jose Mourinho. Now, the coach for Tottenham is the coach who, had, who coached the Wolves last year. Uh. So he made a bit of a shifty shift, and mm. um, interesting. It's nice to see that he's he's getting some results. But I mean, it's not a <coughs> in two games. Tottenham has scored two goals. Okay, so you know, good defense. They can park the bus. You know. Well, if you win by inch or a mile, winning is winning. Yes, exactly. The so, great Dom Toretto. Oh, yes. <laughs> then the last one: Arsenal versus Chelsea. I assume that was the biggest game of the week. Uh, two 0 to Chelsea. No, not the biggest game of the week. But Why not? Who's bigger? There's no other big play. Big Do you mean clash? Games. Big names? Yeah, big names. Like the biggest game of the week. Mm. Who's bigger than them, Jack? Let me go to the matches. Bevan? No, it's nobody. Okay, fine. Whatever. <laughs> In terms of name and club size, yes. Like a traditional top six. Carry yes, talking because you know what's going to happen when we finish this. What? You didn't? I sold you last week. If we see <laughs> who... On your predictions... 50%, if you're under 50%, you get a punch. If you're over 50%, you don't get a punch. You didn't fucking research and, and, and listen back to see what's what, what you said. So you guess what? You're getting a fucking punch, bro. What do you think? Um, that's not the last game. The last game for the match day is tonight. But on the Arsenal-Chelsea game, it was... <sighs> I've got friends at work that are... Some are Chelsea supporters, some are Arsenal supporters. 
And I must say, I feel for the Arsenal supporters. It is not a pleasant time for them to be around. Mm-hmm. Uh, getting losing their first two games, first against Brentford, then against Chelsea. Yeah, you know it's it's not fun. And next next time next match they play Man Man City. Oh fuck! So I mean, do they not lose? Yes. If I were to bet money on it, then yes, I think Man City will win. Okay, cool. Because uh, anyway, what else you got to say? Because I just I'm just waiting to punch you. You're not going to punch. I you. am. I'm going to punch you on the mic. I want to. What I'm was gonna... the criteria for the punch? We've gone through it, Jack. You agreed. You didn't do your work. You're getting punched. No, 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 sister. The agreement was if I was wrong. You, but you don't so know. So all we're saying now is that we're Schrodinger's cat here. Yeah. We're neither right nor wrong. And guess what? Schrodinger's cat's getting a punch. Schrodinger's <laughs> I can't say it. Schrodinger's. Schrodinger's cat. Schrodinger's cat. Getting a punch. Okay, so what I wanted to talk about was um, mm. I saw the payrolls for yeah. the Premier League teams. Oh. And big bucks. Yeah. Top of the log is Manchester United, which was £207 million for the whole team. Yeah. Then after that is Chelsea. Mm. You know, those two teams. Okay. Well, me, I thought Man City. Yes, that is actually why I checked this. Ah. But I think historic, well, for the last five years, Man City has spent more, but it seems like they've been reining back a bit. So now you have one Manchester United, two Chelsea, three Man City, four Liverpool, five Arsenal. Uh-huh. Arsenal has spent 124, or 124 million pounds. Yeah. And they are second last on the log. Look. So for the first four, you can kind of see, you know, money, you know, money. Well, could they not be building a new team? That's why they no, I don't think so. I don't look. They are in the rebuilding stage, but that doesn't justify the payroll. So they just wasted their money. Well, we don't know yet. They could still win. Look, I know who was it? Arsenal. They had um, what is the German Uzel? Yeah, they Bug-eyed, had Bagad McGee. So uh, yeah, I, <laughs> I think he's handsome, but um, you know they they had him and his weekly. Wages were something silly, like two hundred thousand pounds a week, or I don't know, some ridiculous number like that. And they didn't play him for you know other reasons. They yeah. didn't play him. Now he's okay. He's transferred out, whatever. But as far as I know, he's fucking transferred out. I really hope I'm not wrong in that, but I think he is. Yeah. Um. So you see, with them, Arsenal spending a lot of money, but it's not bang for your buck, or they're not getting the results. Yeah. So. You know, this is kind of what for me is an outlier of money spent versus success. Yeah. Is Leicester City. Yeah. Um, they are ranked eighth on spending, mm. but they're normally better than eight. But now, what about the smaller guys like Norwich and Brentford? And how much do they spend? Okay. Early? Well, the very lowest is Brentford. Yeah. 12 million pounds a year. Fuck it up. But I mean, that's now, they. Just got promoted from the previous division, yeah, from yeah. the lower division. So I think what would be more, uh, not accurate, but like Crystal Palace or something. Or Crystal Essence Palace version. is ranked number 11 with 60, is that a 6 or 5? 51 million pounds. The, the Wolves, 46. Is uh, this per year or per season? Per year. Okay. So um, some of the players in the Europe, Europe, in the UEFA, like Messi and then get paid more than teams. What do you mean? Like Messi gets paid sixty million pounds a year, or euros a year. Fuck, this must be. So that means is that transfer fee or his wages? No, his wages, because he's in the top 
Like, he's in the top. Okay, uh, but is that well, as a result from his wages only or also sponsorship? No, it's fine. All together, he gets like hundreds of million or a hundred million or something like that. Well, I stand corrected. I think it's annual. But, um, but that's crazy to think that some players get paid more than the entire team of other players. Yeah, it's crazy. Look, but I mean, transfer fees here are much higher across the board than wages. So what's the difference between or, or wages very and high. transfer fees? What is that? Transfer fees. No, you're asking me questions that expose my ignorance here. <laughs> but transfer fees, as far as I understand, is paid between the teams to release or buy a player. Okay. So the so for example, if you are playing for Jack United, and Dunay United wants to buy Bevan, yeah, then transfer fee comes to me, and she pays your wages. Oh, so I don't get any of that transfer. As far as I understand, yes. Oh, okay. I really hope I don't get the. Dick but of you the probably get some this. of it, like a signing bonus or something like that. I'm not sure. Okay. I'm not sure, but Burnley, thirty-three million pounds. So there's a bit, there's a, a gulf here between those who have been promoted. Although Watford got 34, 35 Can you talk louder because you're supposed to get a mark? I'm focusing and I, <laughs> I, you know, I turn the radio down when I can't see. So. <laughs> if you um, smell something, then I always turn around and I'm like, what's that smell? <laughs> oh, I see here in my notes. What I did want to talk about again is Chelsea, the Chelsea game. Yeah. Now, Lukaku, he played it, or he made his debut for them. Well, his second debut. He played for Chelsea previously, went elsewhere, and came back. Okay. He liked, he liked the Gina at Chelsea. It, just, it brought him back. The Gina. But he played like a beast, really. And, you know, some of the headlines, you know, they contain words like dominant mm. and bullies Arsenal into submission and demolition. Yeah. That, he had a really good game. Yeah, said shame. What, 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 what does he play? Is he a scorer? He's a forward, yeah. And, he, like, he doesn't look like he's all that quick or, you know, athletic, but, damn it, that guy's got fire. <laughs> and also, uh, Reese James, I saw, saw this in the 35th minute, he scored against Arsenal, and he ran to the corner of the field, picks up his badge like this. Yeah. Okay, I'm demonstrating to the listeners, because that's mm-hmm. going to work. Yeah. But he did that to a home, or to an Arsenal home crowd. Next thing, you just check a bottle flying past him. <laughs> so, I think uh, he's bold. For yeah. doing that and celebrating as he did. Yeah. But look again, a bottle throwing. It, it's one thing if the bottle's empty, but that thing had water in it. Ah. So I think that's a little bit dodge, but whatever. I mean, English soccer, you know, it's, yeah. it's contact sport, even between the spectators and the players. And I can only imagine the pressure on Arteta. I've seen some videos of like Arsenal fans in tears, like wanting to chase this guy out. Who's Arteta? He's their coach. Oh, okay. Didn't you say last time that he's in big shit or whatever? I th- under pressure, yes. And I think that's only amplified... By today. He, or by this weekend. Yeah. So, I think um, he's not sleeping well, I don't think. Well, obviously, he's in a nice bed. Yes, yes. <laughs> With uh, what down, feathered duck down or... Yeah, you can see up where he's got a... I don't know if it's a good, if it's a high or low thread count. High thread count. High thread count is good. Yeah. Okay. He's got a very high thread counted bed sheet or blanket, whatever they... Satin. Whatever they... That's the thing that slides... Yeah, I had satin boxes still when that was a thing. That was horrible. Then, <laughs> um, obviously, when I was doing some of the research for the soccer, I was looking... One of the things I googled was the coach for Tottenham yeah. moving from Wolves. And this is not so much... Rela- well, it's not related to soccer, but 
through searching for soccer info i came to this why is it okay i don't think you have the answer but if you google for example you don't know what i've got so if you google for example lionel messi yeah one of the suggested searches or whatever will always be messi's wife or if i google uh nuno yeah it'll be nuno's wife yeah what's the question so why do the why do people want to see what the successful person's wife looks like because we aspire to be as rich as those people and then you want to see what your wife would look like what what do you okay let me leave it there for bevan's i'm not saying i do that i'm saying if you are if you aspiring to that point you're not married yet because if you're married all your dreams are crushed (laughs) once you get married you're not aspiring to nothing so for the single guys out there they're thinking okay well if i'm that rich this is the girl i get married to where's People like us in long-term relationships are aspiring to shit all. <laughs> Sorry, D. Um, okay, so fine. I just think that's a silly thing. Like, okay, this person has money. What does his wife look like? You know, Google the Oaks house or his car collection. It's probably the third thing on the list. I didn't see it. Oh. I don't know. I didn't see that. So a weird question. Yeah. Then also one of the rule changes that I didn't mention earlier with VR is i checked on the website and a dramatic fall should no longer be a penalty um you know with the yeah, rule yeah, changes yeah, like these oaks acting and being so dramatic and you know I, so wait 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 what a dramatic fall yeah should not be a penalty kind what of should, it should not result in a penalty if the guy's being overly dramatic yeah about yes i understand that contact. what is it now nothing what do you mean no if there's a contact i don't know the definition but if a guy falls dramatically as a result, he used to no, get a penalty. Man, what was that Brazilian guy? Wait, let me just, I just want to find out what it, what happens now. So before he used to get a penalty, what happens now? If they do it, do they get a yellow card? Or no, what? it would be not, a, the penalty would not be awarded. Oh, uh, so if he does a dramatic fall, he could lose the penalty. Yes. So they're trying to fight against that. Yes. Oh, okay. It sounded is, like they would like, ah, let them do it. Do you know how many fucking people tell me, Jack, what you're trying to say is this? So I think my communication skills are shit. I know, I've told you that. Okay. <laughs> you're supposed to back me up. <laughs> what is? Um, and, but this is very good news for me. Uh, and I think my biggest gripe with soccer for so many years, I only got into soccer a few years back because of my brother mm. um, supporting Liverpool and that. But that was my biggest gripe with soccer was these oaks just perform and flipping you know this guy will roll from johannesburg to pretoria because someone nicked his ankle so if they're actually taking steps to combat this i think that's a major positive for the sport yeah that's the reason i don't want soccer because i literally can't take it i can't handle it i just cannot do it i've tried i've tried to be you know peer pressure you want to be in with the with the cool cats and when they watch soccer and you want to talk about it and i just really couldn't i literally had to say to people i don't fucking like it don't fucking talk to me about it but it's it's a step in the right direction i don't think it will you know from uh now it will be completely eliminated but it's a step in the right direction so i'm i'm pleased with that yeah another query or not query from my side but something i'm not sure about is if you look at the premier league table liverpool and chelsea chelsea's one liverpool is two they've both won two games they've both scored five goals they've both conceded nothing and they both got six points. And they both, okay, yes, sorry, that was the obvious one which should have been first. But that is the order that, or those, those alphabetical statistics are what is used to determine the order yeah. on which you appear on the log. But now, the, on the Premier League website, it says, if any clubs finish with the same number of points, 
their position in the Premier League table is determined by goal difference. Yes. Which is the same. Then the number of goals scored. Yes. Which is the same. Yes. If the team still cannot be separated, they will be awarded the same position in the table. Yes. But they are not. Yeah, but it's because the way they program this online, this setup, it's got to be one or two. So you... S- so it's just alphabetical. Okay, okay, okay. So that's okay. not actually ranking. Technically, it's just on the website that's the way- ranking. Actually, like because that. I'm checking that on Google. Let me check Premier League table. No, I'm, I've the- got the Premier League table. It's one and two. But from which side? From Google or from the Premier League? From website? the Premier League. It's just the way that they've set this thing up. Well, they set it up wrong then, according to their own rules. But you know, you know, then you just go, as a a human being, you go, it's probably alphabetical order. And it doesn't matter now anyways. No, bullshit. Why bullshit? Because they should both be one. They are one. No, it says one and two. Yes, because of alphabetical order. But what the rule says is that they should both be one. Yes. So when it comes to... The actual guy with the rule book, with the with the table, the the actual table on the computers of the people that run the Premier League, they both won. But when so, it comes to this, it's so one and two. So if we're showing to the fans the score or the table or standings, it's irrelevant or it's a different matter. You know, feed the the fans the shit, and we'll keep our old well, man I mean, in the office. it's not feeding them anything because yeah, you just they, go. They're trying to medical order. They're trying to lie to me. <laughs> they're lying to so me. So if Liverpool was ahead and Chelsea was underneath, would you have the same gripe? Yes. Bullshit. Bullshit. Maybe not to the same extent. Bullshit. I'd accept it more readily. <laughs> but I would still query it. Well, look, I don't know. I wish I worked for them because then I wouldn't, well, I wouldn't be talking to you if I was that rich. <laughs> Fuck. That was actually hectic. No, I mean, I wouldn't be talking to you on a podcast. I'd be busy doing stuff. Yeah. Okay. Dude, dude I'm not going to drive you in a Range Rover, bro. Why? This is a fucking dirty, dirty RHK, pal. <laughs> Okay. The Range Rovers aren't even allowed yet. The engine switches off when you come into this area. Listen, I'll have you know that many Range Rovers get stolen from around these parts. And, and they're very well accepted into the community. So don't you start. Okay, cool. I think that's it, eh? Okay, so you can get a hold of us. It's all the same. Uh, we are doing two separate shows, but it's going to be on the same channel. So it's still Idiot's Report. We're just going to split that up. Idiot's Report, Idiot Sport Report and Idiot Entertainment Report. But the YouTube and the, um, the actual... Uh, Podcast channel is the same. Uh, Instagram, Idiot's Report Pod, or at Idiot's Report Podcast. I don't know how you do it. Just just type it, it'll fucking come up. And then the Gmail account is Idiot's Report Pod at Gmail, but that'll all be in the bio. So you just click and link there. If you want to send us anything, tell us how stupid we are, tell us how great we are, let us know. Um, and yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Because we are pretty great. <laughs> thanks, guys. See you next week. <laughs>